The Journal of Talis Handreg, Episode 8, Entries 37 through 41. The man stood out, not due to his skeletal figure or the way he walked as if being tugged by strings in opposing directions. It was his smell that the hunter noticed. And so the hunter followed. It watched as the man pressed onward through a dark street. It stalked its prey unseen. As the hunter drew close, the complexity of the smell grew more pronounced. Something human, yes, but more. A smell the hunter did not recognize. Hints of... Greenland? A touch of... What was it? Jesse? Not Quinn. He was too tall. As the hunter readied its reaping hook, the man turned, staring it squarely in the eye. Phased but unwilling to show it, the hulking Talman spoke. with which he was prepared. He reached sheepishly to his neck and lifted the Jesse scarf he had stolen just that morning. His face now covered, the Talman spoke again. I've begun to explore Old City and caudal sections in search of unmapped alleyways that would allow passage to otherwise isolated streets. The map was helpful in leading me to the Old City gate, but it's of little use otherwise. The buildings within the entrance are constantly being expanded upon. They grow as if they were alive and streets that were marked in the 1400s are now obfuscated. 3-21-16-20 The first sector is done. I've marked the alleyways I found. They will by no means lead me directly to the center of Ustiak. The spinning in my head continued and became more uncomfortable as time went on. Oh. I've arranged it so that payment for my room could be made prior to my daily departure, and so found myself making acquaintance with a barkeep tending another shift. She claimed to know me and was even persistent in learning what brought me to Yistiak. I delivered the story I had rehearsed, which served only to arouse her suspicion. 
I have no recollection of our meeting before, but found entries that suggest I encountered a Jessie female on my travels to Erig. Is it her? 3-22-16-20 A fruitless day. I began on the northeasternmost sector this time. I found one alleyway that led to a sprawling street. It folded in upon itself for miles, only to end abruptly. By the cacophony of chants and clanging of bells during the greater sun's flitting appearance, I surmised that the district opposite me housed a Quinnish commune. Uh, not likely that a cult centered on worship of Kaal, the great sun, would have reason for involvement with the keep. 3-23-16-20 Someone has been in my room! I hate that! I hate it! I've checked my belongings and nothing has been taken, but a series of articles placed for this exact reason have shifted. Nearly imperceptibly so, but moved nonetheless. I've been leaving the relics here in fear of being robbed of them on the streets, but now can see clearly the fault in that practice. 3-23-16-20 I attempted to bring the relics out with me today. Upon crossing into Old City, Greenland began to regard me with what I can only believe to be supernatural allure. It began with a troop of five or so trailing me from a distance. As their number doubled, they began to bark in their idiot language, and when it grew twice again, they raced into attack. Augmented with the gift of the three, I reduced the assailants to a mass of sinew and ichor, hardly noticing the wounds I myself incurred during the frenzy. One from the pack, however, stood to a distance composed and without injury. It brandished garbs that suggested status and sneered to display an obscenely large rotted tooth. The number of Greenland begun to surge again, this time rallying behind their apparent leader. I fled before they could descend upon me and promptly learned why New City in particular served as a barrier against them. No sooner had I crossed into the sector's open streets than a company of Talman flesh brokers caught sight of my green pursuance. In an instant, the butchers set upon them, throwing Greenland into sacks as if ragdolls, even snapping some up into their tusked maws directly. I stumbled home and found myself wounded more heavily than I had realized. A dozen or so cuts, most deep enough to expose bone, throbbed painlessly in the most peculiar fashion. A normal man would have succumbed to death on the scene, yet the blood, the blood...
The blood amassed in pools that pulsed with my heartbeat and did not stray from the wound. I have no doubt that it continues to circulate despite being exposed, and have little fear of contamination or that of any other threat to my health. <laughs> Perhaps retreat was not so necessary as it seemed. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Journal of Telus Handrig. Written, narrated, and orchestrated by Owen Ambrose. Based on the board game Relics of the Keep by Damian Providenti and Owen Ambrose. For more information on Relics of the Keep, visit www.relicsofthekeep.com.